Welcome to the Journey of Strength podcast, the podcast for men that is going to teach you how to become stronger physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm your host, Jacob Weatherly. G'day guys, welcome back to a fresh episode. We are back on the guest episodes and I've got... Uh, to be honest, a fucking legend on today. Um, I'm stoked to have a have a chat with him. I'm pretty sure this is the first podcast that we've ever done together, which just seems ridiculous. Uh, you guys would have heard me talk about Jesse Sigacek before. He is he's the owner of of R3 Fitness in in Mafra. So welcome, welcome to the welcome to the potty, mate. Thank you, brother, and thank you for having me on. Um, and yes, uh, this is our first podcast. Over the time, we've probably done plenty of like different things together, like social media pieces or like a couple of like yeah, pre-film videos and stuff. But first podcast, so this would be good. Tempo. Yeah, I find that so wild that this is the first podcast we've done together. I feel like there's been a long time coming, eh? I think so. Since well, we've had the potty for a while, and then we're going back to what 2017 or something. So that's a yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot for us to catch up on. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah. That'll be sweet. It'll be sweet. Uh, I suppose like first, just give the give the people what they want. Give the people an intro of who you are, what you do, where you're from, a little bit about yourself. That'd be sweet. Sick. Alrighty. Uh, so my name's Jesse. Obviously, um, I'm currently living in Mafra, Victoria. Um, a little bit out in the sticks. The town's growing though, so we're getting there. Um. Yeah, I own R3 Fitness in Mafra, um, do personal training, started to move more into the coaching space, which I'm fucking excited for. Um, personally, yeah, got a partner, Brea, daughter, Elena. She's eight months, two day. Wow. Um, so it's gone so fast. Yeah. Um, so, so, so fast. Uh, another little one on the way as well. So that's going to be another little girl. So, add the two daughters, answering the door with a couple of shotties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, yeah, that's about it. A couple of dogs as well. Um, and, yeah, that's sort of just, uh, that's uh, a brief rundown of where we're at currently. But, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Can bring it on. Yeah, hell yeah. Congratulations on on the new baby on the way. That's going to be uh, gonna be a pretty full household. It will. But, but Elena... New baby on the way, you, Freya, Archie, Saskia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty that's a pretty solid household. It's gonna be wild. It's gonna be yeah. wild. It's gonna be good. But oh, yeah, and yeah, it flies. So yeah, that that new uh new body, new soul, she'll be into the she'll be in the earth very, very soon. So that'll come yeah. quick. So bring it on. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. I suppose like what would be really cool is, you know, on every time I've every time I have a guest on, it's really cool to go back through their like you know their story and and how they got to you know how you've gotten to where you are as a man today and as a business owner today as a partner today as a father today like be really cool to go back and just speak on the journey that has because it's been a journey and a half man like yeah and i've i've only known you for the last what yes like you said since 2017 so 18 19 20 five years God, yeah, yeah. it seems like I've known you for like 20 years to be honest and even in those five years it's been a journey so really cool to like go 
go back as far as you want to go, start wherever you want to start and give us a, give us a rundown on, yeah, your story, childhood growing up. Yeah, bring it on. All righty. So, man, just trying to think of where I can start here. Um, I don't go back to like primary school or nothing like that. Uh, but yeah, I grew up in a town called Willow Grove. Um, so that's where my childhood from as long as I can remember, there was like Druin and Longwari or something before that. Um, but yeah, that was before my memory can take me back to. So mm-hmm. Willow Grove from the age of like, oh, I think three or four up until we moved to, until I moved in with um, you in Mafra. Mm-hmm. We grabbed that rental. Yeah, that was, so that was most of my life in Willow Grove. Uh, Trap High, loved me footy, played a lot of footy. Um, started to get into the gym side of stuff. Oh, like 13, 14, not real seriously. I thought it was just like you roll up and you hit a few bench presses and you're the Hulk and going to be like the most athletic person ever from it. Bro uh, split. Bro split, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then throughout that time in year, what, nine or 10? I was 15, so whatever year that brings me to. Um, I got a job at a gym in Maui, which was called Reps at the time. Um, so I did that alongside school. So I'd do like some early mornings and then take Wednesdays off school to, to work um, at the gym. And that's when I sort of really fell in love with that whole industry, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that gym closed down. I was out of a job, started working at Aldi for a little bit. Um, Man. That was some, yeah, that was just super times. That was just like you roll up, do what you got to do, and then spend your whole paycheck at nightclubs and drinking with mates and that sort of thing mm. so that was a, that was an interesting window um and then ricky who was my manager at aldi who happened to be um your cousin yeah. um, was like when i started doing my pt course um and i was telling him about it he's like oh jacob um my cousin's opening a gym in mafra and i was like oh I and i was from really grow this about an hour and 15 away so I was like, oh, I'm familiar with the area because the old man has land up in uh, Upper Mafra West or mm-hmm. Uri, basically. And we've been going there since I was like 10. So like all holidays and stuff like that were up there. So I was like, oh, no, Mafra. I like it. Like, it's nice. So I'll, like, I really want to do it. So I'll just have a crack at it and see how we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, lucky enough, you got back to me and you said, yeah, come down, check the place out. We'll go. please tell the story about when you rocked up for your job interview because okay everyone needs to seriously listen to this because this is this is like this is 2017 right it's 2017 yeah where i literally like just opened the gym i was advertising for trainers like advertising for coaches getting people to like apply having like sit down job interviews like really trying to find the the right people in the right energy and everything like that and then yeah Jesse's going to tell a story about him rocking up. It's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, so uh, it was, I reckon I must have stacked me car. So the good old Skyline. Anyway, so I, I, had, <laughs> I had Ricky drive me out. It's a map. That's right. That's right. So he drove me out. Um, we had a couple of beers early that day, of course. So I was like, I rolled up. I reckon I was in thongs, shorts, flanny, and a couple of beers yeah, I think you were you're definitely thongs and I think it was thongs and footy shorts. Thongs, and footy shorts, and <laughs> you're like, and I'm pretty sure you might have been wearing 
It was either a white or blue, like, white beater and then a flanny over the top unbuttoned. That would be so, it. But I, I just remember looking out. I was sitting at the front desk and I looked out the gym window, like, at the front there, and I seen I seen Ricky's car pull up and I knew – I know Ricky, like, obviously he had that red – you had the red Evo or whatever. Could, yeah. hear it from, could hear it from 10Ks down the road, like, boom. Anyway, just see Jesse get out of the car and I was like – Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Like, <laughs> great. Like, I'm going to have a fucking interview with this guy. And, I mean, the rest is history, right? Like, you come in and I couldn't tell. I mean, you actually covered it pretty well. If you're a few beers deep, you did a good job of, like, covering that up because you spoke so clearly and so well. Oh, man. It feels like a lifetime ago. And it feels mm. just like that person, like... It feels like that version of me is just like gone, but I can still recall that. Yeah. Um, and I do remember walking in and you taking me first of all for like a walkthrough of the gym. Um, and I remember walking in and I'm just like, fuck, something about this place just feels, feels, I don't even know the word, but it felt like, oh, this is, I like this place. This is right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then that led to um, obviously the conversations of it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll drive out there. I'll do what I have to do there to get it happening mm. um and then yeah fucking here we are am i that swear sorry i'm dropping yeah oh you absolutely man yeah <laughs> no oh good yes yeah. swear as much as you like man oh good yeah i just almost forgot we're on a podcast and i'm like shit i just dropped the f-bomb like three times um, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah it'd be really cool to go through um yeah like what happened next for you in that journey because that was like that was a pretty big turning point for you hey like in terms of where where your life was at like like you said you were working at Aldi like mm. get your paycheck go spend it on the weekend at like fucking nightclubs and just get absolutely plastered and then rock up to work again and that was the that was cycle right like that was just repeat 24 7 like every week and then yeah, yeah. yeah like what because it, it wasn't like a you rocked up for the job interview and then I was like yep cool like happy for you to start it wasn't just like done and everything changed hey like what was the what happened next like what was the next sort of like three to six months like for you after that yeah yeah i reckon i could almost bring it back to just to put a bit more uh detail to the story i when i was like 15 and got that first job in the gym um i was like massive on like um watching like elliot hulse uh christian guzman just shit like that on youtube so i was, i had my toes very lightly dipped into self-development you watch the motor you know you watch your motivable motivational videos and i liked the idea of of bettering yourself um it was just it took a little while for me to actually start actioning that but i did like the idea of it um and then yeah and then this opportunity presented itself and it was a it was an interesting few months. I reckon, I can't remember how soon into it I did the Transformer with Tom and yourself. Mm. Because I remember it was like, I don't think I'd actually started yet because I didn't have my cert quite done. Mm, and that's right. At, at the job, it was like, um, it was like prerequisites like Transformer. And I was like, oh yeah. And um, back then it was, yeah, back then, very first Transformer. Um, nowhere near the sort of investment it was it is now but back mm. then it was like biggest investment ever and i was like yeah oh, okay i'm gonna empty my bank account for this and like i'm not even like qualified or nothing yet 
But I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Um, and then that was big. So just being there with like, um, I think I was the only one in the room that like wasn't qualified. Everyone else there had already had a bit of experience and built a bit of a business and stuff. So being around other people and seeing like, oh, this is cool and it's possible. And you know, Transformers like with Tom, it's nuts. It's mm. blows wow. you upside down. Um, so yeah, that was like a massive massive thing for me just to change my mindset around where I was at and then wanting to actually start to, you know, build a business and better myself and, and actually really fucking step into becoming like who I wanted to become. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout that, there was a lot of discomfort, of course, like um, I, I remember I haven't, I don't think I've even told you this shit. I only found out I only just told Tom at the last transformer on the last day of the first transformer. Um, years ago in 2017 2018 Mm. um, on the last day I was hiding in the room and I had a tub of peanut butter I bought from home and I was Mm. like eating the peanut butter with my fingers in the room hiding because I didn't want anyone else to know that I like couldn't afford any more food and I was just like it was like the last day and I was like wow so there was times like that there was actually times where there was you know buddy you know went through went through the uh discomfort Mm. early on and just had to push through it um i've gone a bit off topic but yeah it's just crazy crazy looking back at it all Mm. and then yeah because i think we i think that transformer might have been like june or july 2017 Mm. i reckon we i reckon we had the job interview like may yeah because it was like you know i was like yeah cool like happy for you to start but yeah like you said like you got to go Transformer. And then, yeah, Transformer was pretty soon after that. And then, yeah, what happened next? Like we, the Transformer back then was five days. I believe it was five days. And then, yeah, did that. And then, yeah, sitting, hiding in the room, eating peanut butter. Like what was, yeah, what happened next after Transformer? Because obviously got super clear on the direction you wanted business to go at that point. Mm. And yeah, I was like, I was like to you, and I'm pretty sure Tom might have been to you as well. Like, okay, you need to finish your cert four. And I don't know how far into your cert four you were at that point. I don't even know if you'd started it or anything, but yeah, tell us the story of what happened next. Oh, yeah, because then I obviously had to get me quals done so I could start. Um, So I think at that point I had done about halfway through cert three. Mm, Uh, Yeah, right. And then we come out of Transformer. And I was like, all right, it's time to go. Um, and then it was an online do-it-your-own pace course, which was great. Um, so in the two weeks, um, just went beast mode on it. So that was, I was basically on the go from like when I wake up in the morning, eight or nine to like two, three a.m. Sleep a couple mm-hmm. of hours. I did that for about 14 days. And I was like, all right, Jake, I've got it done. I've got it done. Left. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it either. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. You were just like, yeah, I've been up to like 3 a.m. Like, every day for two weeks getting it done mm. and i'll and you were um you were doing a few like group clients at that point too because like yeah yeah you had you had clients already like you started and you got like a few i'm pretty sure you had someone like super early in the morning too like yeah yeah like well, a- that's right my first client i was still at aldi at this point too because i didn't quit aldi for a little bit um mm. And then, yeah, I remember at the front desk and there was like a fella came in to like check out the gym 
And then um, he's just like, oh, I want to do some personal training. And I'm like there and I'm like nervous as, and I remember you were like a meter to my left at the front desk. Mm. And I'm just like spat out like the, the sales steps that I learned to transform up. Yeah. I like sign him and he's like, yep, cool. We'll do, um, can I do early? And I was like, yep, whenever, like do whatever you want. It was like Thursday, 5.30 a.m. Yeah. Um, very first client in Mafra. Um, far out. That was, I remember I was like the happiest man alive. Mm. Yeah. Like, but then that like kicked in. I'm like, shit, I'm driving to and from Willow Grove, still working an Audi. And then to get here at 5.30, I've got a 3 a.m. alarm. So for oh, a few months, it was like 3 a.m. alarm, get up, get to MAFRA, train clients. Um, and then amongst this as well, I was doing some in my parents' shed. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I'd have like um, morning clients one morning in, um, will I grove and then drive to Mafra that night, drive home, come back the next morning. And it was just like zero sleep. So I was just on like hustle mode. Mm. Um, but really peanuts at the time too, like what I was charging and stuff at the time. Like I was doing all that for like, I think at the end of the week after fuel, I was making like 30 bucks. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like crazy. Wow. And then, um, and then it got to the point where I was like, okay, Mafra is growing like, my client base is growing. Like I'm loving it here. This is where that's going to, the future is going to be. So I was like, Oh, Jake, can, um, can I like sleep in the staff room? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you asking me this for the first time and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> and my initial response was like, well, no, cause that's weird as fuck. You're not sleeping in the chair. <laughs> like, there's no way you do that. And then I was like, Oh, actually like, leave it with me and I'll get back to you. Like, and I think it was maybe that day or literally less than 24 hours later. I was like, yeah, look, man, like hundred percent. And just so like everyone listening, just say, just so you guys know, like this, uh, this is the same guy that rocked up for his job interview in thongs, a wife beater and a flanny. And I'm like, do I really want him sleeping in my gym overnight? Like by himself. But yeah, like Jesse said, when, he walked in, he just knew there was something good about the place. Like the, the feelings were very mutual. Like, and yeah, like it's classic, classic thing where you don't judge a book by its cover. Cause I mean, he rocked up in a loud car with his mate, few beers deep, like just nuts. And I could have just gone, okay, now nah, fuck this guy and just said no straight away. But I gave him a chance. He proved himself and he continued, you, you continue to prove yourself over and over again like you said a transformer like you emptied your bank account because you just knew that it was going to be huge for you and it was and then eating peanut butter like not wanting anyone to see you couldn't afford food like literally like i'm pretty sure we'd had multiple conversations about how like you do a night shift at aldi because you were still working at aldi at that point and you'd finish like late like maybe like 9 p.m i think maybe might have been like something like that and then you'd drive home probably wouldn't go to sleep till maybe 10 30 11 o'clock and then yeah like i said up at 3 a.m driving to mafra to train clients early like just full hustle mode but that proved to me as an employee like as an employer that proved to me like you wanted it Mm. like you wanted it bad and i'm like cool i'm gonna give him every opportunity to keep growing because I don't want to be the one that halts anything for you. Like, that's the way I see it. Like if I see someone growing, I'm like doing everything I can to support. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. 
I'll get you a swag. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll get you a swag. Like, I'll set you up in there. Like, we'll just make a little spot that'll be, you know, right down the end here. You'll be fine. Like, I think even we had, um, did we have the massage table in there at that point? We had that lady doing massage. Oh, there, was a, there was a massage table because I, um, when I drive there and have a couple of morning clients, um, jump on that massage table and have a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. legit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, end up. Like Jesse asked me, he's like, yeah, can I sleep in the gym? And yeah, I was just like, ah. But then eventually I was like, yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, how long do you reckon, how long do you, reckon you slept overnight in the gym for? Oh, I did three nights a week. Mm. It was every Monday, Wednesday, Friday night for, oh, it was at least a few months. Mm, for yeah, sure. at least. For sure. Was, yeah, 100%. It was... Yeah, it would have been at least because I can recall I had like a real good schedule for a bit there. That's when I quit Aldi and it was like wake up Monday, morning client similar grove, um, like a couple, drive to Mafra Monday night, do like six to seven back-to-backs, sleep, wake up the next morning, do like 15 sessions on Tuesday, drive yeah. home, sleep in Wednesday, drive back Wednesday, Arvo, repeat, um, and then work the Saturday morning shift, close up at 12.30, get home and then have like Sunday to just like yeah recover mm, yeah. Um, wow and it was it's funny looking back at that because these days like now like i doing that again that would be very very challenging to like put myself back in that space because like it was good and stuff was happening and i was just like nothing stopping me but it was also like not a pleasant place to be in like it was just like mm. purely like pain driven just like don't want to be who i was don't want to have the same, you know, pains I had. Don't want to have the same challenges I had. Mm. Um, so this is my only way to not have that. So it's very like an uh, an away from pain sort of drive. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, I got the job done. <laughs> mm. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Be cool to elaborate a little bit more on that because I feel like a lot of people could definitely resonate with like moving away from pain. Like, like you said, like don't want to be that. Like, what was you know, what was the away from for you? And like, how did you, yeah, what was it specifically? And then how did you become aware that it was there? And how did you become aware that it, it wasn't away from? Mm. It was because I knew from probably like younger ages, 16, 17, I was like, oh, I just like don't feel like good about myself. Um mm whether it was like physical strength, mentally, just the position I was at. Um, it was very like comparing to other people as well. Like mm. always be comparing. I remember there was like one year I missed out on like a buddy, um, a football best and fairest for like three votes um, back in the Hilland days. And I was like, that was like the worst thing ever. I was like, you serious? I gave everything I fucking had everything and then someone who did absolutely like nothing outside of the game like bet me and I was just like my best is not good enough like all that sort of stuff so there was like mm. heaps of that heaps of comparing um when I was Freya will be listening to this and she'll she'll um either love or hate this next bit coming up um and then my girlfriend at the time um I won't say her name but like first like girlfriend that I was like thought I like had all these feelings for and everything um and then like I just let her completely walk all over me like I was just a pure bitch to put it lightly and like just like would like b- 
begged just to, you know, begged to say hi to me, just like, you know, that sort of just, it was disgusting looking back and was like, oh, like there was all that. And then there was a lot of stuff with that. And then went through that first breakup and then I'm like, oh, like I feel so shit about my stuff. Like this, I'm working a job I hate. I'm making no money. I'm like bloody drinking all the time. I'm just doing all this shit I don't like, but can't stop it. Mm. Um, can't stop it. Of course, it was just needed to get put into the right sort of mind state. Um, and that went on for a couple of months, just like taking that sort of pain from like, I'm not good enough. It's just all shit in your head um, for, for a while, for a couple of years, probably. And then um, when the opportunity started presenting himself, I'm not sure what the clicking point was, but it got to a point where I was just like, enough is enough now. Like you've got to like grab your balls and you've got to not be a fucking bitch. And you've just got to like, you have to do something to get out of where you're at. You're laying in the bottom of a hole um, with a shovel and you're not using the shovel to like dig steps out of it. If that makes sense for a, for the sort of metaphor of the situation, it was just, yeah, you're laying here doing nothing and you do have some tools around you. So why don't you just like pick them up and like start doing what you need to do mm. um, and just putting effort and energy into that which then, yeah, when I sort of fully committed to that and took the steps to to bettering myself and then the opportunities presented themselves, because funny enough, opportunities started presenting themselves left, right and centre after after deciding that enough was enough. It's funny how that happens. It was Very like, funny. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, my mate's opening the gym. I mean, my cousin's opening, yeah, my cousin's opening the gym. Oh, I'll apply. Oh, cool, I get to have a chat. Go and have a chat. Okay, cool. I have to transform up. Okay, go to transform up. Uh, transform up. First client popped up. Second client popped up. Fifth client popped up. All mm. right, okay. Now we'll drive. Now we'll um, see if I can sleep at the gym. Start sleeping at the gym. Can do more work, you know, all that. And then like the big move of like moving to Mapper as well. Mm, true. I don't even remember how that happened. I think we were just both looking at getting out of our houses or something or mm. like yeah i can't remember specifically what happened i think hmm. yeah i'm not sure actually because yeah. we moved into that um moved into that place on Straddy road eh? we did yeah that Straddy road joint yeah, yeah that was good that was like amazing that was like a few minute drive uh not even a few minute drive a few minute walk from the gym compared to the yeah. drive literally like a five minute walk two minute drive like such a good spot, like ripper spot, like house. Yeah, it was great, but I mean, I did the job. It was good, right? Yeah. Nice and yeah. cheap. Like, we got to, you know, it was good. Work was close, but it was like, we had some bloody great times, like living together and stuff. Like, yeah, hell yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some bloody stories you could go into. Oh, yeah. In that place. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, like you made the big move in. Jeez, that would have been maybe 2018, I reckon. Yeah, it was. I was. I've been with Freya for four years, and I remember we were pretty new when I moved when we moved in. So mm. it must have been that sort of 2018, 2019 area. Um, yeah, I reckon too. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was uh, that was like the move in and like close to work, and that was cool. That was good. Mm. yeah what was the next sort of steps for you because uh yeah obviously like you 
you own the gym now and like you've built it, you've built it up and you've got awesome staff around you and everything like that. So yeah, what was the next, so what we're at 2018, like what was the next few years like for you and what, yeah, what changed? Yeah. So it was like, it was very much got into a point of same stuff, different day sort of thing. It was like, cool. I've got, this many sessions today, I've got to get through 15 sessions tomorrow. Then I'll call, I get to sleep in on that day and then I'll train and all of that sort of stuff. So it was like that for, I think a good year, probably like, it was just like being close, just in the rhythm of things going real nicely, you know, putting a bit of money aside. Um, and then I started, Oh, that's right. And obviously we were working with Tom one-on-one throughout that whole time. And then it got mm. to a point where, um, like okay what's next and then we went to like events for a bit um i was like okay i'll start doing events so i put a heap of effort and energy into the events um i think i ran i think i ran two of them hmm. um so yeah i liked them they were great it was good i got to push the message and i did get some cool results too which i was like looking back i'm like all right that was cool that me at that point could get results for people um so there was that for a bit and then it stopped flexing into me for a, for a while there. I was like, oh, I'm not sure of the events what I want. And then I was like, hmm, maybe I want my own gym. It's like, that could be the next cool step. Hmm. Um, so then for, because we had a chat about it, and I reckon for about a month before that, I was starting to do homework. I was like, this is how much money I'll need. This is how much hmm. like this. This is equipment. Shit, this is what it's looking like. Um, and then starting to look at like, buildings not driving out physically but checking pricing and stuff like that and i was like hmm like i can actually do this like i'm in a position where i can sort of make this happen so then i thought obviously i'm like probably the best thing i could do um to like to to for yourself to yourself is like okay i need to have a sit down with jake and tell him this is what i'm thinking like whether it's two years down the road whether it's a year down the road but this is what i'm sort of the direction i want to take Cause I just felt, Oh, that's probably the right thing to do. So we sat down mm. and then somewhere in that conversation, you said about, Oh, this gym, like, Oh, do you ever want this gym? And I was like, I didn't know that was an option. I was like, what? <laughs> and it intrigued me heavily. And then I went mm. back and then I was had these like two conflicting sides. I'm like the ego side of me is like, no, I want to like start my own place from scratch and build it up. Like that's mm. what I want to do. Um, but then like, it would be awesome to have this gym too. Cause I know how it runs. I know the faces, like I build up like connections and stuff in here too. Mm. And then, yeah, came to the decision. Now, nah, fuck it. Let's, um, let's have some more chats about, let's have some more chats about this gym. Um, and then, yeah, negotiations began. That was good. Mm. And then, yeah, pretty soon after that, I think it was like within five, six months. Um, yeah. The first chat, it was like, shit, we're swapping over. Here's the, uh, you know, here's the keys, yeah. here's this, here's that, like, this yeah, is yeah. over and, and then, yeah, here we it are. It happened, it happened pretty quick too, like, the whole process, I mean, it, it happened quickly because we were just so open with, like, yeah, the whole, the whole process, we were just like, yep, cool, like, this is what's happening, like, there was still a couple of equipment loans there, it was like, I was like, yep, cool, these are the equipment loans, and you're like, yep, sweet, like, I'll get back to you on that, I'm like, yep, cool, like, this is this, this is that, you're like, yep, sweet, I'm going to do this, I'm like, yep, cool, and then finally come together, and we're just like, yep, this, tick, you're like, yep, this, tick, this, tick, 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 
cool, we're done. And I still have that video. Still got the video of us at the desk where you were oh, saying, yeah. Yeah, we were like, shook hands, set price. It was like, go. Yeah, yeah. it was just like done. And like, for those listening, like, uh, obviously, uh, you won't be able to see the video, but um, this video is like, yeah, Jesse and I at the front desk. And I remember Jesse just being like, oh, so uh, yeah, like I've got a, got something to say. And I was like, oh, and I'm like, oh yeah, what are you, what are you going to say to me? Like, <laughs> I was just getting like, it was awkward, but kind of like excited. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to, going to accept your offer at this. I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And like, we went to shake hands and then we just like stood up and it was just like a huge hug embrace, like, just like so excited, just got it done. Like it was just the most incredible moment. Like so good. And yeah, like, from from that moment because yeah like at that point uh and just just for context like grace and i like my wife grace we decided to buy a caravan we wanted to travel australia so yeah i had to make the decision of do i just want to hire them hire a manager for the gym or do you want to do i want to sell the gym and then yeah it just so happened that at that point jesse was like yeah i'm, I'm thinking about getting my own place and then yeah like like jesse mentioned we had that conversation i was just like yeah do you want to buy this gym and then yeah everything just sort of like aligned like universe or divine timing like whatever the fuck you want to call it like it was just meant to be and then yeah like we took off on our on our trip and then yeah you were full 100% like you had the reins like what what happened from there like what was your thoughts what emotions come up like yeah, yeah. what was what was the the feeling for you from that moment it was full on it was like i had that drive from the couple of years before back, like I was like hustle time. Mm. Um, and then at time, at that time, that's when the gym was open from 5am to 8pm. Um, mm. So it was uh, 15 hour days. Um, Cause we weren't set up for like the unstaffed yet and stuff like that. So it was for a good three months, I reckon it was like 80 hour weeks. Um, something I know that you did as well. So as you know, it's bloody, it's, it's full on. Mm. Uh, and then we went to the seven day open on the Sunday as well, which looking back now, sure That's right. we went to 24, um, 24, seven before I did that. Cause then I was actually working every single day. Um, mm. And I got down to, oh, I think I was weighing in about 72 kilos. Like I was a rake. I was probably eating thousand calories a day. Cause I was just working. Mm. Um, and I'd get home, close the doors at eight, be home by like eight Oh three. And there were nights there. I'd be like sit on the couch and then like Freya would like walk out to see me and it's like 8.07 and I'm just like dead on the couch to the point <laughs> where I can't wake me up. Yeah. Um, so I was like that for a couple of months. So I was back in that sort of hustle mode, which was, yeah, I could do it. I can get through it, but that was painful towards the end. So yeah, dropped all this weight. Like I remember there was like a point in a session I was doing, like my one of my own training sessions, I went to do 10 push-ups and I was like weighing 70 kilos and I'm like, why is this so fucked right now? I can barely even get through 10 push-ups. Mm. Uh, so like I really ran myself into the grounds, but then perfect timing, uh, the the vid, the vid 19. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that popped up. Um, looking back now, perfect timing because I got to sleep and eat. And then for context, I'm about 92 kilos these days. Um, so, and I was usually floating around 80. So I lost a fair bit just from working and not eating and just being mm. on the go. Um, so yeah. And then the vid happened and 
that was a challenging time for sure because that was a few months after buying the place and I just like poured all my money into like getting there, like um, getting some like new stuff, open up walls, you know, just new logos, all that sort of crap. Just put all my savings into this thing and then the government's just like, oh, hey, like business closed, income's gone. Mm. Um, so I was like full you know, freaking out. It was just a heap of uncertainty for a while there. Um, but like I said, looking back now, I reckon it was one of the best things that could have happened at that time because it made me like go back in, like literally sit at the house and like just focus on myself. We didn't have a, didn't have Elena at that time as well. So we didn't have like stuff to distract us at the house too much. Hmm. Just like, okay, you've just got to deal with your, deal with your stuff, eat your food, get your health back. And then, yeah, then started being, having that space from just being hustle. You get to actually like think about things. So I'm sitting there and just like some stuff for the gym. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll wolf COVID. I'll organize 24 seven. I'll organize on staff. So we'll start looking for some more staff as well. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. So it put me into more of like a, I was moving the chest, the pieces on the chessboard as opposed mm-hmm. to being one of the pieces on the chessboard, yeah. um, which is then sort of led to where, where we are now you know so it's been yeah crazy journey mm, yeah 100 percent. sounds like it was because like hustle and grind mode like i mean we're, we're both very similar in that like we need to grind like we're gonna fucking grind like like you said like we both had the experience of fucking gym opens at 5 a.m we're always there a little bit early to open the doors and then gym closes at 8, 8 p.m like we're there all day like sometimes you're just sitting there by yourself no one else is around and it can be so easy to just do fuck all oh yeah like so and like fucking hand up like i was guilty of that a lot like a lot of the times i'll just sit there on my phone and just like fucking watch random shit or like scroll for ages or like whatever the hell like yeah like i said like we're fucking good at that grind mode and it sounds like you went from grind mode and hustle mode to doing nothing back into grind mode and then yeah like you said fucking the vid hit and you actually got time to like step back and get like a bird's eye view of what was going on right oh yeah and that was one of the most amazing things got me let me sort of look at and make a decision that it was like okay i'm only going to do stuff now that is going to benefit me down the road Mm. of course along the time there'll be there'll be days like even to this day where you're sitting there and you're like far out. I feel like I'm behind. I feel like, you know, I still haven't done enough or whatever. Um, and there's the days you just got to really like look back at sort of how far you've come. Um, mm. And, and really, um, and really like feel that and be grateful for it. Um, but yeah, now it's just sort of, if it's going to benefit the future, Jesse, um, I'm going to do that instead and really start thinking about it and looking at it from yeah an external view as opposed to being in it and in the emotions and, and stuff like that. Like sometimes, sometimes the emotions are good, but sometimes you do need to stop being sorry for yourself and take a step back and go, okay, this is my mm. plan, of, plan of attack now. Like now it's time to work um, yeah, 100%. strategically though, while still, while still looking after your health and your, your energy and everything like that too. Mm, yeah it's like this is something that i you you touched on it there and it's something that i've been like definitely uh looking into and just sort of uh sitting with a lot more recently which is you know 
fuck, my whole business is all about like getting men connected back to their emotions, getting them to express more and, and all that kind of thing. Like that's definitely part of it. And like, fuck, we've had so many conversations. Like you and I are just like fucking, we talk about anything and everything. Like nothing is off limits. Like even just awkward conversations. Like we just, we just do it. And it's mm-hmm. like, doesn't fucking matter if it gets awkward. Like we're going to sit down and we're going to have the conversation. There's been so many times where we've just had like, awkward icky chats but then afterwards we're just like oh thank fuck we did that like yeah so much better afterwards and like you said it's that thing like it's such a good point you make where will future jesse will future jacob benefit from having this conversation well of course so even though like in the moment it might feel just awkward as hell like do it because the feeling you'll get afterwards will just be incredible yeah, like what I wanted to, what I wanted to go down, uh, what I want to speak on just there was like, yeah, definitely feel your emotions and and look into that and everything. However, there's also going to be times where no one's going to give a fuck what you're feeling. No one's going to care at all. You just need to shut the fuck up and get the work done. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, man, like, because there's been times where, and again, like, this is just a personal reflection if you want to call it that like there's been times where i'm like oh i just you know don't feel good like fucking just energy doesn't feel right i'm a little bit tired and no fucking just feeling this and blah 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 and i just turn into full victim mode and then easy to do yeah right like fucking so easy to do and then it takes one person to enable that and then you just sort of kick back and you do fucking nothing for like months right versus like but most of the time people are just like people don't care people don't care about your shit sometimes so like that's a moment you need to shut the fuck up and think about future you and just think cool is this a moment that i need to shut the fuck up and just get some shit done or is this actually a moment where i really need to express and get this shit out right hell yeah that's um that's big because it's easy to get caught in you can get caught in the extremes of either end but the extremes of one end is they, the extremes of both ends lead to different sorts of problems. So you do need yeah. to, there is points where it's like, okay, like take a step back, have a look. What's, you know, what's the actual problem? Is there a problem or is it just, you know, feeling, feeling sorry for yourself or whatever the case was. Um, 100%. Like through COVIDs and stuff, I was like full, like this is happening to me. Like, forgetting that like every other person, the whole world got affected in some way. I'm mm. just like, they did this, they did that, they did this. It's <laughs> like, yeah. um, you know, like got back into the, the alcohol real hard for a stage there as well. Um, until Tom um, gave me a like very much and kick up the bum. <laughs> and then it was like, yeah, that's, that's right. I was just sitting in the emotions too much and letting it soak me up and mm. just acting like a bitch basically. Mm. Like, yeah, it was yeah, like it can be confusing for blokes like for men of today, right? Because because there's like a there's a whole movement of uh you know men's mental health and you should really express your emotion and you should open up and you should talk and have the conversation and blah 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 blah. And then a lot of guys see that and they go way too far. Like it's like that, like you're saying, like the extreme of like one end of just sitting in the emotion, sitting in that victim. And then, or some blokes look at that and go, 
fuck that. No one gives a shit about me. And then they just shut off completely and they just stay in that like grind, stay in the hustle, stay in like the autopilot, same shit, fucking groundhog day, just same shit, fucking day in, day out and continue that cycle. Like, yeah. What's uh, be really cool to get your, your perspective on, you know, what's, how you as a man of today balance that kind of concept. Cause yeah, you've got a partner, like you've got a young baby, like there are times where you really just have to sit and like, you know, be with Elena and be with Freya and like, you know, be really empathetic and listen and like be expressive and talk and emotions and all of that kind of thing. And then there could be a point in the day where you're doing that. And then five minutes later, you've got to go back down to the gym and you just got to be like full hustle mode, like straight back into it. Like, how do you, yeah. How do you balance that out? There's a, I reckon there's a few parts. Um, I'm massive on like schedules. This is, this is the more shallow end of, of where this will go, but like massive on schedules, like my week's done in like, I've got half an hour blocks in a schedule. Um, and then stuff that needs to be done at certain times is obviously scheduled in. So mm. that helps with knowing, okay, I've got to flick from this to, um, you know, I've got to flick from uh, like gym owner Jesse to I've got to flick to dad to I've got to flick to, you know, the different, the different roles that we play. Um, so that's definitely helpful. But it is, there are, in saying that, there's also times where you can be sitting there on a Tuesday night and, work's done it's 9 p.m and your head's caught up in work it's it's very easy to do so i guess from there as well like i think it's just knowing what i need to do and when and then sort of doing it and definitely like elena has been uh, my daughter she's been one of the probably the like well she's the best thing that's ever happened to me 100 percent. but in terms of like the emotional strength emotional development side of it I don't think much is more powerful than like having a kid from what I've experienced so far, because, you know, you're there, you're, you're their world at this current time. Like all they know is like us and the dogs, like that's all mm. she knows. Um, they definitely can feel your energy as Ray is always saying to me, like, don't be mad enough. She can feel that. Oh yeah. She definitely can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, it's easy to be like holding her and then be scrolling on your phone in the other hands. Like that's so easy. And I'm just like, this isn't, isn't good. Um, but I think just, yeah, knowing what to do, knowing what to do and when to do it. And then when you are with like your loved ones, if you've got kids or if you've kids, even you like your dogs, for example, like just do your best to, to really be with them and feel it and everything like that. But then I think the key to it all is having some levels of like voluntary discomfort in your life. Like you need to be doing stuff that's uncomfortable. Um, as definitely as a man, as a, as males, I feel like it's, I feel like everyone in the world should be like at least barbell training, for example. But like, I feel like for men, that's even more important. And mm. there needs to be something that you're doing where you can like grit your teeth and you have to like really like step into it by choice. So like, you don't want to be in the position I was years ago where it's like you're working because you have no other choice. It's either you're not eating or you have to get this done. Mm. Um, it needs to come from a place where, okay, I could easily stay in bed. I could easily stay at the house, but I'm choosing to go out and challenge myself in 
this way. Mm. Um, what, which is what even, is, yeah, you go, sorry. Yeah, I was about to say, like, what's something you would recommend as like a voluntary discomfort practice for someone who, yeah, mm. for a bloke who might be listening to this, who, yeah, he might be training, right? He might be doing like strength training, might be barbell training and all that kind of thing. However, it's just like easy for him. Like, what would you, what would you, yeah, what would you suggest as something that could be like voluntary discomfort practice for him? I think there's a few. You could take it in terms of like screen time on phones. That's the one thing that I do yeah. is like, and that's one thing that's like an essential thing with like my new clients now. Um, it's like a must have focus. It's like screen time's getting pulled up and we're at least 50% in that shit, no matter where it's at. Yep. There's stuff like that. Um, stuff like if they're watching porn, if they're playing games, if they're doing that sort of stuff, like if you're into that a lot, um, which I definitely have been through like teenage years and stuff like both games, porn, all of it, stepping away from that initially is very challenging. So even stuff like that could fall into it. Um, and then physically, like I've been found really good for myself recently. I've been doing is like weighted vest walks, like 20 kilo vest on. It's just like cover a distance, no matter what, mm. um, start something new jujitsu. I've been on and off with jujitsu for a while, but when that's just something that it's just like, you have no choice, but suck at that for a good year. So just roll up. You're going to get absolutely fucked up probably for the first year, like, that's just the way it is, but you choose yourself to put there and you've got to move through the challenges that pop up and learn and everything as well. But I think it could come back to like, if you're a bloke listening to this, like where you're currently at, like we were speaking about earlier, take like a bird's eye view, take a step back, uh, blow up into the sky and look down on yourself right now. And what is some things that the future you'll be benefit, like will benefit from? You're spending eight hours on your phone a day. Okay, well, it might help for you to go through 30 days of discomfort to get that down to two and replace that with something else that's actually going to benefit your life. Um, If you're like watching too much bloody porn and then you get a real life girl in front of you and then you can't get a boner because you've just fucked your brain up with porn, which happens. Yeah. Um, Like okay shit maybe i should actually like work on that Ah, oh, fuck um a place i got to recently personally just for an example is like since having elena and then since the gym's been the place where i haven't had to work i took a good like four months off there and all i did was like dad stuff train a little bit and eat like a motherfucker like i ate well and then it also put me to the most fat i've had on my body in my life and then it got mm. to a point where it's like hmm, that's the next thing which is going to help me grow in terms of getting best shape for my life is the next thing so it was like cool hire a coach we're going hard for you know six days a week foods on point get everything right and then just choose to go through it because it's it sucks to do like mm. conditioning pieces half the time i don't even feel like lifting a barbell but yeah 100 percent. no that's a good point though because i feel like a lot of yeah a lot of guys like like yourself and like like me like we we're into training you know that's it's a big part of our life but it's so easy to just get stuck in that cycle of doing the same thing you've always known yeah like squat bench dead that was me for like two or three years and then it was good initially it was good for the first 12 months second 12 months i was like oh i know this is beneficial so i'll keep doing it and then after that i was like 
I'm fucking bored. And then I'd skip training sessions or I'll just do like, just do a quick three by three. And then I'd just like do some accessory and my session would literally go for 30 minutes and I'd be like, oh, I'm done. And then I would just sometimes not even train at all. And then, yeah, we, I mean, fucking big shout out to James Kirkby of Siege Fitness. Jamesy. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, come on. It'd be good for you to try this style of training, which is like, uh, it's not CrossFit, but it definitely had aspects of CrossFit style training, which I'd never done before. And I fucking sucked at it. Like, I remember the first couple of sessions I did, uh, James and uh, I can't remember who, uh, might've been Zoe, Zoe Starr, the other coach at, at Siege. And I remember them just trying to teach me how to snatch and I fucking looked like a monkey. Like, it was nuts. I looked like a spastic. I looked like one of those. Here's a good example. This would be a good picture for everyone to for everyone to get in their mind of what I look like doing a snatch. You know those little blow-up bloody things out the front of car joints, like car dealerships? They just float. <laughs> they fluff around in the wind. That's what I looked like trying to do a snatch for the first time. However, I look back at that time in my life and I'm like, wow, that was really that was completely necessary for me to go through that disc and that, that discomfort. And in saying that, like all of like my old triggers come up of like, I'm not good enough. Like I'm shit. Everyone's going to look at me to compare the comparisons started coming up. Like all of that started coming back up. However, I made the choice to continue to sit in the discomfort. And now I fucking nail snatches. I fucking nail cleans, like all of that kind of thing. So it's a really good lesson. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up because, yeah, a lot of dudes, a lot of of men could benefit from from that kind of thing for sure. Well, that's it. And so many of them are same shit, different day, same shit, different day. And maybe mm. the most, you know, the most I can say it because it was me in the past as well. Like the most physical discomfort or the most sort of outdoor healthy thing you might do is like play a game of footy on a Saturday. Mm. Um, which is great. Footy is great. I love footy, but um, there's like, there's other things out there. There's more skills and there's more carryover than just like a physical benefit as well. Like so much pops up, like you mentioned, all the, you know, comparison pieces and everything um, do present themselves, which also allows you to work through them in a direct slash indirect way. So, you know, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent beautiful what's next for you now like what's the you mentioned you're stepping more into the the coaching side of things like i'm going to be sick to dive into dive into that so feel free to give us all the details yeah sick so um i'm running a new program um it's going to be an intensive over a shorter amount of time um it's with blokes and it's about becoming who they need to be to get the result that they're after as opposed to giving them the tools and they might not quite be ready for them yet. Because Mm -hmm. in terms of just for examples over the time of like clients and stuff over personal training over the years, you can give someone the perfect exercise plan. You can give them the best diet plan. You can give them all the advice and everything that's just perfect to them in the world. But if they're not in the position or if they're not in the state or if they're not the person they need to be to implement that stuff, it's just not going to happen. Mm. It's a sort of a a waste of energy on both ends. So this is more focused around like people showing up and 
you know, there's obviously much higher buy-ins and everything like that energetically and all, and we'll be demanding like a lot from the clients that go through this. And it's all about becoming, yeah, who they need to be to get their results. There's obviously go through their goals, make sure you can help them at the start. And then there's a whole online component, whole online programming, weekly coaching and all of that in order to help them become who they need to be and then implement fucking highly because the action, the implementation of the task, the action is, is what's going to drive them ultimately. Um, so that's the sort of direction it's headed. Um, a lot of physical training involved. There's a fair bit of mindset work as well. Um, and it's just the whole program is basically around, like we spoke about earlier, just getting uncomfortable mm. and, and then learning to thrive in the shit, you know? Hell yeah. That sounds so sick. Love really that. bloody, really keen. I've had a um, couple of, I guess you could say like beta clients come through just to sort of test the process and stuff so far. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really fucking keen to, to get this out. I've just got a few things I'm finalizing. Um, and then I'll, then we shared with the world. So beautiful. beautiful. Have you got a date of when it's going to, when it's going to open up or a rough, rough estimate? Rough estimate. I'd say within 30, 40 days maximum. Sick. So not, not far at all. Not far at all. It's just like getting it as presentable as I want. And I'm big on like imperfect action in terms of like take action and no matter how it is just take action and, and the rest will sort of happen um mm. although in this i've taken a slightly different approach and i'm like more so just want to get everything perfected and as close to like just basically the best work i can do there's not going to be any sort of rush work or any sort of mm. just get it done sort of here i want it want it done want it to be the best work i can do in order to get the best result so Hundred percent. Putting a lot of um, focus on that, which is which is good. Beautiful. Yeah, I yeah. love that. It's like the learnings only come after you take action, right? Like learnings don't come from doing nothing. So take the action, and if the actions don't work, review, reassess, take the learnings on board, then take the action again. Take the action again. That's the thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, oh man, it's going to be really really cool to to uh, bring that out. It's something I'm excited about, like coaching. It's like mm. brought, brought the spark back and yeah. Oh, yeah. Sick. I love it. Love it, man. Beautiful. What's one piece of advice that you feel like men of today really need to hear? Hmm. I reckon it is belief in self like believe you can actually change you can actually do better than where you're at even if you are somewhat happy or you're cruising or everything's going okay there there is still more for you if you choose that so build that belief in yourself and start thinking about your future self for sure like what happens if you stay where you are right now what happens if, yeah, what happens if you don't take action on the thing, you know, just think of future self and start, you know, and just think, will I be happy if I continue how I am? And if not, you, you can change that. You can change it for sure. Beautiful. Hell yeah, man. I love that. That's fucking awesome. I need to, I need to write that down and like 
quote, put quote marks on it. Jay Sikacek, 2022. Frame it, frame it, put it up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just in your own office here, I feel like. It's yeah, yeah. In my own office. <laughs> your, your own quote in your own office. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Awesome. Uh, beautiful, man. I always like to wrap up guest episodes with, with uh with this question um and i never tell the guests that i'm going to ask this question because i always like it to be uh the raw answer uh the question is what is something that people might not know about you Mm. man that's a good question I'm thinking like a real surface level stuff here. I feel like I'm meant to go dig a dip. I go for Richmond Tigers. <laughs> oh, come on. It's got to be something different than that. I reckon. Oh, no, I know. There's people out there. There's people out there that know you go for Richmond. There is, there is. Mm. Yeah, maybe like an experience. I... Oh, yeah, you got something. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I am, extra- even though at the gym you have to be very outspoken and and uh high energy and everything like that um i'm probably i'm extremely extremely introverted so like i'll you know yeah i'll, I'll happily go and like sit um like we've done go sit the parents lands with like myself and maybe one other person who i like go along well with and like mm. i could sit there for like hours and i'm like, hours. alive yeah and yeah. then second it's like like even just going to the supermarket I'm like, now nah, get me out of this shit. Like, I can't need to get home. Okay. Online delivery. Online yeah. delivery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now Freya picks up or online delivery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love it. Well, thank you very much. Oh, man. This has been, yeah, this has been a sick chat. I've loved it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's good All fun. Good. All good, man. Uh, and finally, actually, just to wrap up, where can people, where can people find you? Where can people contact you? How can people see your stuff? Oh, yeah, cool. Um, so I spent a fair bit of time off the social, so I am back on them now. Um, you'll find my, probably my Instagram would be the best place to look. Um, it's a fresh account because, like I said, been off for a while, but just Jesse Sikacek. Um, how do you, how do you but, spell Sikacek? Yeah, yeah, S I K A C E K. You type that in, there'll probably only be like two or three accounts that pop up in the fucking world. So, legit, legit. Beautiful. Awesome. Awesome, man. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Jesse, thank you very much for jumping on. And I'll speak to you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Journey of Strength podcast. If you know a man, if you know a bloke who you think could benefit from listening to something like this, please feel free to share this with him. Also, if you're looking for even more free content, jump over to our Instagram page at Jacob underscore Weatherly. That's J A C O B underscore w-e-a-t-h-e-r-l-e-y and as well as that jump over to our youtube channel again jacob weatherly search that up on youtube for even more free content free resources for all of us men out there again thank you so much for tuning in peace